Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I'm Robin Caulfield, and thanks for tuning in to the Call Me Caulfield podcast. This is episode two, and today I'm going to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons. This is a game that is super important to me and means just the world to me. But first, I would like to talk about uh, a sponsor of mine for today. A Softer Shade is a business run by a dear friend of mine, Jay Ellis. Uh, A Softer Shade is a painting company, and Jay sells tons of paintings. A little more about that, though, uh, you can access a ton of information and just see a ton of really cool and available artwork for purchase at asoftershade.com. Jay Ellis is actually the first person I came out to as transgender. Jay is a dear, dear friend of mine and one of the best people I've ever met. Jay is part of the LGBT community, much like myself, and Jay is a huge advocate for LGBT youth, and uh, Jay promotes positive coping techniques through creative expression, and when you see the art that Jay has, you can find it on www.asoftershade.com, or you can go on to Facebook and search for A Softer Shade. There is a page up there too and uh, Jay does lessons, demonstration, party entertainment and accepts commissions for all types of nature inspired art pieces. Jay has been working a lot with spray paint recently and let me tell you guys it is awesome. You will not find work better than that anywhere. But again that's asoftershade.com. Check it out. Buy something if you want. I have a little something that Jay calls little scapes and it sits on a small easel on my desk. It's awesome, man. Anyway, let's get down to business. Dungeons and Dragons. For those of you who don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, uh, D&D is a tabletop role-playing game. You have a character, and you have polyhedral dice. The game is based off of dice rolls, typically. You know, you have a dungeon master and a, and a party to play with, and D&D brings people together. It is unreal sometimes the things you can do as a party and the friendships that you can make and the laughs that you'll have in order to play D&D you know you can go online find a group there you can go down to your local game store ask about D&D ask about Adventurers League which is something I know many many game stores participate in or you can ask some of your friends and try and find out do you want to play D&D with me do you play D&D are you interested maybe you can all learn together D&D is a game that was founded back in the 80s by Gary Gygax. It is more popular than I think it's ever been right now. Now, I play D&D at least two times a week. I try and play as much as I possibly can. I I really got back into d I got into D&D back when I was maybe 13. I've been playing ever since. I've been playing a lot more regularly now than in recent years, and I'm so grateful for it. It is my favorite thing to do in the world. It is my favorite activity that isn't sort of work-related or my writing. And D&D means so much to me, man. I've met some of the best people through Uh, D&D. I'm part of a huge community on Twitter where, you know, all we talk about all day is D&D. We share tweets and ideas. And uh, the other day, I made a tweet about Dungeons & Dragons and Atlantis and how I would really like more of an underwater setting. I got so many responses. That tweet blew up overnight. And I got a lot of helpful information from a lot of people. Some people recommended other tabletop games to me. Some people recommended homebrews to me. 
while none of those ideas were kind of what I was looking for or what I was talking about, it's so cool to see hundreds of people just come out of nowhere and be like, hey, I know this thing you're talking about and I also want it. I had a bunch of people sharing their ideas and the things they wanted to do and man, I cannot say enough good things about the people who play D&D. For those of you who are kind of skeptical and kind of hesitant to get involved and to start playing to learn how or to really get your first experience with it there are a ton of Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and streams and stuff out there I was part of a stream recently on uh, twitch.tv slash Straticus and there's tabletop games going on on that channel all day all the time but the most popular Dungeons and Dragons stream that I believe is out there right now is Critical Role. There's some voice actors who sit around who are amazing friends, amazing people, absolutely wonderful, and they play Dungeons and Dragons every week. Critical Role is huge. It has really helped bring D&D to the next level. The amount of popularity that D&D has now might be more than it's ever had. I don't think the game's ever been bigger. It's one of the top five things being streamed on Twitch all the time. It is unreal. D&D is super popular. Everyone's playing it. For example, Vin Diesel, he plays D&D. And how cool is that? There's a lot of celebrities out there who play it, who aren't shy about saying, hey, yeah, I play this game. The voice actors on Critical Role, I'm sure you've probably noticed some of them or their voices, maybe. Uh, For example, the Dungeon Master, Matthew Mercer, I'm sure some of you have heard of him, or at least when I mention some of his work, you'll recognize him. He voiced McCree in Overwatch. He has voiced a million and one anime characters. He's part of the Final Fantasy family. He voiced uh, Corleonis in Final Fantasy XV. He's done Yamato, Captain Yamato in Naruto Shippuden, and many, many, many more. Those are just some of my personal favorites. Laura Bailey has done a ton of voice work for World of Warcraft. Uh, Most recently in the Warbringers Jaina promo before the battle for Azeroth. And I'm just saying, guys, there's so much that these people do on this show that is, it'll bring you a huge laugh. It'll get you emotional. There have been many, many times where I'm sitting here crying because of something that's happening to their characters. Last week, I was sitting here, you know, crying over one of my own characters, let alone someone else's. Also, there's the Adventure Zone, which is also super popular. They just had this really cool, amazing graphic novel come out about, you know, their show, their podcast. And guys, it's so awesome to see all of this extra content coming out for these super popular D&D streams and podcasts and everything. Uh, One of my personal favorites, you know, they sent out buttons to their Patreon supporters recently, and it's so cool. I have seen and watched and enjoyed and listened to so many D&D streams, games, podcasts, everything. I have never had more of an interactive and enjoyable time doing anything, to be completely honest with you. I love video games. There's a story there, you get your characters, you get to have a good time. It requires kind of minimal effort, really. D&D requires a little more brain power, a little more critical thinking, and a lot more creativity and imagination. You don't have everything just sitting there right in front of you visually. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Miniatures are a thing, not everyone uses them. But playing D&D is an experience unlike any other. And if you haven't given it a chance, if you haven't tried it, I will be the first person to open my table to you and offer to teach you let you learn. I don't care. D&D is just an incredible thing that I feel everyone should get to take a part in or 
be a part of anyway. It's one of those things that if you don't like it, that's fine. But if you do and you don't know it yet, you're missing out on the best thing you're ever going to do. Now, let me talk about some of my Dungeons and Dragons experiences. I've played a lot of different sessions in a lot of different campaigns with a lot of different dungeon masters. I've had a lot of different kinds of play experiences. My first experience recently within the last few years when I really got back into it I was in college I hadn't played in a long time and I met this guy on campus Ryan a good friend of mine and he welcomed me into his group and while me and Ryan and everyone we played with there were a million and one different reasons why we couldn't really string campaign sessions together and kind of kept starting over or playing with new people the point is, we were still playing D&D, and that's what was important to us. But Ryan introduced me to a handful of people that we were playing with on campus a couple of times, and I got to play a rogue. And I just had a really good time with that rogue. Like, he was kind of an assassin-type rogue. It was really cool. It was really fun. Very much fitting into the stereotypical image you might have of a rogue in your head. He ran a lot of Pathfinder. It was one of his more enjoyable systems, I guess. Uh, we played a lot of games online through Roll20, which is an amazing website for people trying to get a game together from any part of the world. I play in a game every Wednesday night where I'm pretty sure most of the people I'm playing with are based over on the West Coast. I play in a game every Friday night with people all over and we just kind of find time. We play online. We play from our homes, from our computers, and it's amazing. When I moved down to North Carolina, I went down to my local game store, and I met this guy, Alex, who is a really, really good friend of mine. You know, he's been a really good friend recently, and I can't say, you know, enough good things about him. Uh, he was DMing a game, and they were looking for another player, and they let me in, and it created my favorite halfling rogue I've ever had, Merrick Tealeaf. He was the man, the man. I loved that guy. We didn't really get to finish the campaign. Everyone's schedules kind of fell apart. And unfortunately, that's super common in D&D. People's schedules don't always line up, and sometimes you don't get to keep playing. And that's that's a bummer. But I remember one session, we were we were going up against this door, and we had to figure out a way in. It was a riddle door, which is one of the most common old school D&D tropes there are and uh I figured out the riddle I got inspiration because I you know tricked the door into saying the the password and then inside was magical darkness I didn't have dark vision which is something that is super important in d and I'm not gonna lie to you because <laughs> if you don't have it it'll get you into some trouble and my two party members pushed me the only one in the party without dark vision down the stairs I fell. I took some damage. I got hurt. It was hilarious. I never forgave them. It was it was so great. It was so funny. It was a really laughable moment. Now, there is nothing like sitting around a D&D table when something hilarious happens to a player or when a player says something to a DM or when you're in the middle of a fight and you know, someone just pulls something crazy out of nowhere because the reactions and the emotions at the table are unreal. When things are funny, things are so funny. You're laughing so much that you're crying almost. At times, you'll be sitting there in the heat of a battle and you'll just see your party kind of taking a hit and you'll be seeing the dice rolls and they're not so great and maybe you're not doing so hot either and you really start to feel that stress you start wondering and start thinking about creative ways to get you and your party out of it or how to finish this off. Sometimes you roll a die and then your DM looks at you and is like, so how do you want to do this? Which is a famous Matt Mercer line and the joy 
and celebration when you overcome and defeat something that was giving you a hard time is incredible. It's like winning at anything. I played a lot of sports growing up. I won a lot. I lost a lot. And that feeling when you win, and I wrestled, so winning was the greatest feeling, and losing didn't feel so hot. Winning at D&D, winning in a battle, because you can't win D&D. Let me just throw that out there. Winning a fight in a campaign feels so good. You and your party rejoice, maybe you get some cool loot, whatever. It just feels really good to have accomplished something and to overcome such an obstacle that was giving you difficulty. Another recent experience, I now have two characters in two different campaigns that I am having an incredible time playing. I just started one last week, and I've been playing the other for a little over a month now. I just started this Warlock last week, and she is really fun to play. I know I've only played the one time, and I get to play her again on Wednesday, but she's a Warlock. I haven't actually played a Warlock before, so this is my first time, so I got to pick my patron and describe it and everything, and it's really cool really fun, really interesting, and who knows where it's going to go. As for my Friday character, I'm playing a drow druid, and she is my baby. She is my whole heart. I've never loved a character more than I love her. I will put that out there right now. Her name is Akura, and she's new to the party. She's kind of eccentric and out there and morbid and macabre. She's not really fitting in with the group because that's kind of just how she is. She's not really meant to fit in. However, her and the party are really starting to click, I think. And last week we had a really huge battle against some hags in the haglands and we somehow managed to survive it. It felt at times like we weren't going to, like we weren't going to win. And it was the first time I think my character, as well as myself about my character, felt connected to the party. Uh, we're not playing this week because of some scheduling conflicts, but next week when we get back to it, I am so excited. I thought of a new backstory or fleshed out, more fleshed out backstory for her uh, last week, and man, I am so pumped. I'm ready. I can't wait for the party to find out all of her secrets, or maybe they won't. I don't know. But when you're playing D&D and you're really into it like I am, or like so many other people I've played with are, you kind of sit there at the end of a session and you're dreading that you have to wait a week before the next one or that there's any time in between whatever is supposed to come next in the story. Nothing is worse than waiting for your D&D story to continue. And I am the poster child for that. I have to do that all the time. I'm always ready because I am such a huge fan of reading and books and everything. And when you've got a good book and it ends on a cliffhanger and you have to wait for the sequel because it's not out yet and you can't just go out and buy it, that is exactly what the end of a D&D session feels like. And then the next one, the next session, always feels like you're finally getting that sequel. Except it doesn't end at one, two, three books. It keeps going and going and going every week. I have so much fun playing this game. And for those of you who don't know, I've been going through a really difficult time recently. I've been unemployed for about three months. I have been struggling. I have been trying to find a way to turn my life around. I've been trying to get a new job and fingers crossed. But the thing is, through all of this, I've had the comfort of my friends and people who care about me to rely on. And when that wasn't enough, I've had D&D to fall on. Whether it's the podcast that I love or the streams that I watch, 
or my own games and my own characters or my own campaign setting, which I have been working on for over two years now, it is something that has been a rock for me emotionally and it has been a catalyst for so many different things in my life that I've been able to just express through my characters. Personality traits that I've been trying to work on myself, maybe they're flaws or just attributes of my characters that make them who they are. D&D has really helped me accept myself for who I am in so many different ways. Not exactly me being transgender, but in my more anxious sort of personality traits or you know, my more depressive stuff or whatever. Anything that I've felt about myself that, hey, I really like this, this one thing about myself and I think I could build a character around it. Or, hey, I've been really struggling with this one thing and I want it to be something that's been holding my character back or something that they have to find a way to overcome. D&D is more than just a game. For some people, for some people, all it is is a game, and that's awesome too. But for me, D&D is a way to express myself in ways that I can't in the real world, to live a life that maybe I can't in the real world, to help me live my life in the real world, to help me overcome my own fears and my own obstacles and everything going on in my life that might suck. It's a way to help me creatively figure out how to deal with it, to help Help me find a solution in life to just get through it all and to turn things around and to be happy. It shows you the value of friendship. It reinforces love and joy and fear and adrenaline and excitement and cautiousness and everything about humanity that is good, but also reminds you that, hey, not everything's perfect. There's a lot of scary stuff out there, a lot of dangerous stuff out there, but you got to find a way to overcome it. There's always a way to overcome it. Maybe you can't overcome it right now. Sometimes you'll go into a fight in D&D or enter into a situation that you and your party are not prepared for and are not equipped for. Maybe you'll all die. Maybe you won't, but maybe you'll run away. Maybe you'll get lucky and beat it anyway, but it happens. And sometimes knowing when to walk away and knowing that, hey, I need to get better before I can conquer this, or I have to figure out a new way to approach this just to be able to achieve it. That is a lesson that you don't really get in life a lot anymore, because it's hard for us to realize when that is sitting in front of us. But in D&D, sometimes you'll walk into a temple and get ambushed by a couple of liches, and you'll be sitting there like, oh no, we are going to die here. Or maybe your party will go down a little bit and you'll heal them and try and be like, hey, we have to get out before we all die. We're out of spell slots or we're out of potions. Who knows what's going to happen next? But recognizing that stuff in D&D is a lot easier than recognizing like, hey, I'm having a really hard time, you know, doing this thing at work or I'm having a really hard time with these people or this thing or that thing. And you might not realize it, but in D&D, you're almost always aware that something's a bad idea. It's part of what makes the game fun, because sometimes you still go ahead with those bad ideas and hope for the best. You usually don't get the best, though. That's just a tip from me. <laughs> D&D is one of those things that will change your life. If you're like me, D&D will do more for you than anything else in terms of growing as a person. It'll bring you friendships that you didn't know you could have bonds and inside jokes and just funny stories to tell to other people who enjoy the game. I've told a lot of people 
a lot of stories about my D&D games. Some people I play Overwatch with, I tell them. People I, you know, used to work with, I used to tell them, like, hey, in my D&D game last night, guess what happened? I remember I had a friend once who every every week would ask me, like, hey, how'd your D&D game go last night? Because the details I would tell him, he would just eat it up. It was like he was reading and living vicariously through me. The dude had never played D&D before in his life, but I had gotten him super interested in it just because my stories from my campaign sounded so hilarious or so exciting or sad or whatever. Eventually, I, you know, he started playing D&D and he loves it. And I knew he would. And that's just one of the cool things about just talking about it and enjoying it and showing people like, hey, this is a thing that I enjoy and I enjoy it openly. I'm not ashamed of this. This is one of the best things about me. D&D historically has been looked at as, you know, a game for nerds. And you know what? So what if it is? I'm a huge nerd. I will be the first person to admit that. I am the biggest nerd I know. I will be the first person to admit that. D&D is a game for nerds. But guess what? There's nothing wrong with being a nerd. It's honestly the best thing. We get to have the most fun. Our imaginations are wild and all over the place. And it's awesome. It is so cool. Now, D&D isn't for everybody. Sometimes getting the hang of it takes a couple of sessions. I know you're not going to get it on the first session. I mean, you won't know what die to roll. You won't know what, you know, modifiers to add. And that's okay. Maybe you'll forget about a spell slot or maybe you'll make a mistake and your character will suffer for it. That happens. That happens to experienced players. Sometimes I don't even know what things to add to my dice rolls. And I've been playing for a long time. At least eight years now. The thing is, I have been around. I have paid attention. I have read all the books. I own most of them. And I forget things about it all the time. But the cool thing about D&D is you kind of just roll with the punches. You go with the flow. You, you see what happens. Things are going to happen. DMs will create plots and intricate stories and amazing storylines that they're just so ready for you and your party to go and do. And then you are going to do absolutely none of it half the time, if not more than that, because that's just D&D. A good DM won't sit here and force you in one direction. A good DM will be prepared for you to go off the path because quite frankly, it's going to happen. It always happens. Anytime you prep or plan, your party never follows the rules. But then again, there are no rules. Uh, there was a famous scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where Barbosa is talking to Elizabeth Swan and she's talking about the rules of parlay and the pirate code and everything. And Barbosa says they're less like rules and more like guidelines or something along those lines. That's not a direct quote. And D&D... You can say the same thing. D&D rules are more like guidelines. It really depends on the DM. DMs have house rules all the time. Uh, I know one of my DMs, when you're flanking, you add a plus two rather than getting advantage. Uh, some DMs will modify the way their death saves go. Some DMs will really kind of fudge their roles and make sure that your characters don't die. Or maybe that they do. A DM can do whatever they want. They can follow whatever rules they want. As long as everyone's having fun, it doesn't matter. And that's the thing about D&D. It's just about having fun. It's about having an imagination and enjoying the time that you're having. I have been a huge supporter of D&D for a very long time. 
I know a ton of people in the D&D community that have made it a place where I can feel welcome as the person that I am. And as a member of the LGBT community and being transgender, it's actually really difficult sometimes to be welcomed in some of the more old-fashioned tables. There are people out there in the D&D community who are not pleasant, who are not kind. It is the minority. It is the smallest minority. There have been tables that I haven't been welcome at because I'm transgender. There have been tables that have treated me poorly because of who I am or just because they didn't like me and they didn't want to play with me. And you know what? You might run into that. It's unlikely. I promise. It is super unlikely that you're going to run into people like that. I played on a D&D live stream uh, a few weeks ago with a bunch of random strangers, and they were super kind people, incredible, amazing to play with. I had never played D&D with the people in my Friday campaign, and they are awesome people. They are a lot of fun to play with. My Wednesday game, I had never spoken to any of them before last week or the week before. You know, they contacted me about being part of their podcast, and I was like, absolutely, I would love to. I didn't know them personally. I just knew them through Twitter. And they are super kind, incredible people. And I had a lot of fun last week, and I'm going to have a lot of fun for many, many weeks to come. The thing about D&D is when you find people who want to play with you and the right people, the people who really do represent the community, the people the game is for, because D&D is for everybody. First and foremost, there is no exclusion. Inside D&D, everybody gets to be who they are, who they want to be, and it's inclusive. It's for everybody. D&D is for everybody. Now, when you meet these people in this community, the people who belong in the community, the people who deserve to be in the community, they are kind-hearted, they are genuine, they are sweet, they are smart, they are funny. They will accept you for who you are, and they will always support you. The people who won't are the same kinds of people out there in the regular world who people who you hear about on the news who are harassing, you know, people of different race, gender, or color for just being born that way. And those people can play D&D all they want. We can't stop them. But those aren't the kinds of people that we mean when we say the D&D community. When we say, welcome to the D&D community, or when we say, this is the D&D community, we are talking about the kind, genuine, smart, intelligent, imaginative, amazing, incredible people that play this game, that make this game what it is. Because without those people, without the people who play this game, without the people who love this game and pour everything they have into it, into their campaigns, into their stories, into their dice rolls even, those people make a game that is a bunch of fantasy characters and classes and worlds into more than just material. They turn it into a game. They turn it into an experience. They turn it into something that we all care about. You can't beat that. Now, have you ever heard the term having a religious experience? Now, for my D&D players and fans out there, have you ever had a religious experience playing D&D? I know, you know, there's the joke like, oh man, I, I went, I had this, I had this meal or I had this sandwich or whatever. And they're like, and it was a religious experience. That's funny. That's haha. Have you ever had a moment that was so powerful, so incredible that it moved you to tears or that it just changed your life? Just sitting there wondering like, who am I? What is this? What's going on? What is the meaning of everything? I've had one of those experiences playing D&D. I was once playing a game with a bunch of people and we were sitting around 
we were having a good time. We were playing a session that was full of laughs. And then the end rolled around. And we reached what felt like the climax of, of the entire campaign. And it kind of came out of nowhere. And we were sitting there. And we were playing. We started fighting the main villain of the campaign. And we thought we had it. And then all of a sudden, two of our players died. And we were all kind of sitting there like, oh man, what are we going to do? There were three of us left. We didn't know what to do. We were at a loss for words. I remember I was sitting there. I was shaking. I couldn't stop my, my foot from twitching or tapping. And I was scared. I was, I was terrified of what was going to happen next. Now, what happened next is exactly what you'd expect. The rest of us died. We lost. We lost the fight. And after that was over, you know, the DM, you know, he packed up his stuff. He was upset. He didn't want us to die. He didn't see it coming. He was upset. He was almost in tears. The five of us kind of just sat there, sat back on the couch, speechless. We didn't know what to say. Normally, we're all hanging out afterwards, after the game, you know, having snacks or drinking or whatever, having a good time. And we... We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to say. We were like, where do we go from here? And we never figured it out. We rolled new characters. We started a new campaign. But, you know, we had a good time. It was fun. When push came to shove, though, we were left with a lot of lingering questions and a lot of unanswered and unfinished stories deep in the pit of our stomachs. And we talked to our DM and we were like, hey, that was a really great campaign. We had a lot of fun. Because he was crushed by the death, by the TPK that we had, which was unreal. But the thing is, the thing about DMs, they care just as much as you do. It's not you against them and them against you. They're not setting out to try and kill you or to beat your characters. You're all telling a story together. That's the beautiful thing about Dungeons and Dragons. You're telling a story together as a party and with your DM in this world that, you know, the two parties... DM and adventurers are building together and creating and trying to figure out. And it's hard sometimes when you lose it all because when you and your party lose everything, so does your DM. Every plot hook, every sub story, every personal background of every character, the DM was ready for all of it. And they, they had ideas, they had plans, they knew what would happen if you got through and beat that villain and what came next maybe they didn't know what came next but they were stoked for your characters to resolve those backstories and maybe finally achieve that goal that that character has been striving for their entire life and then all of a sudden it was all over it was like losing a real person and it's hard when you lose one member of your party but when you lose the entire party it's gonna break your heart especially as a dm a tpk is the saddest thing that can happen in DD especially towards the end of a campaign, because you'll just be sitting there and you'll be bummed out about it for days. You'll be kind of unsure how to continue. You'll be unsure about what comes next for the new character. If you even want a new character, it's hard because you kind of feel like you lost something and lost part of yourself, but you find a way to move on because you know you're just going to be in the same situation again eventually, except this time you're going to beat that villain and you're going to get to finish the story and then you're going to miss that character when you start playing another one after him, or her, or them. Either way, you're going to be bummed out about it, because playing D&D is like living an entire new life, meeting entirely new people, having new experiences that feel so genuine and authentic that you kind of have a difficult time in your heart discerning them from real life, because good D&D 
real D&D, the D&D that we all know and love, is going to make you feel like you're living two real lives. Now, I don't know if everyone's going to agree with the things I'm saying about D&D. This is just, you know, my view on the game that I love. This is how I feel about it. When I'm playing D&D, I don't know, something else inhibits my body. I get all these new feelings. I really feel alive because I'm trying to create something with other people. And that is so much fun. I love to create. I've been doing a lot of writing recently. I've got a novel that's in editing that I can't wait to get out. I have a couple of short stories in the works that I can't wait to finish. But something that I've been working on for a long time is my D&D campaign setting, which is called Vitturium. Now, Vitturium is my brainchild, my baby. I love it so much. I created an entire pantheon of gods and goddesses. And man, I love my, my world. I've been building this world and I haven't really played much in it. I played one session and it was so much fun. I got to play with four of the most incredible people and they helped me dive into my world for the first time as a DM. And they had an amazing time. They had zero encounters over the span of four hours and it turned out to be amazing. They had an incredible time. I had an incredible time. I cannot say it enough how much fun I had. And they had so much fun. They told me so after the game. They were like, wow, that was really great. Like, I had a good time. You did awesome. And that came a lot from my storytelling ability. And it meant the world to me. As a DM, hearing that you did a good job and that your players had a great time and that they really enjoyed it and that they can't wait to play again, nothing is better than that. That's all you need. We're going to be playing again in a couple of weeks, I hope. And it is going to be awesome. I'm going to have so much fun. But... I created a story, I created gods and goddesses, I created a villain, I created many villains, I created a bunch of characters that live in this world that inhabit it. The world is alive in its own way. And that's what D&D does. It brings your dreams and your ideas that you can't really just figure out to life. You never know what you're going to do next. And then you just kind of do it. And you're sitting there like, oh man, I really hope this goes well. And sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But the outcome is always new, and it's always authentic and raw, and it's just the coolest thing, man. Now, I know a lot of people who play. Everyone looks at the game differently. Everyone wants to play differently. Everyone plays different characters and likes different races and classes. But Wizards of the Coast has done such an amazing job of creating a ton of campaign books and campaign settings and worlds and races and classes and everything to really give everyone what they want. Wizards has done an incredible job of bringing D&D to a new level. Fifth edition, in my personal opinion, opinion is the easiest edition to teach new players it is the easiest edition to play it's polished it's smooth i really enjoy it a lot i love it now i know there's a ton of people out there who are going to disagree with me on that that's not the most agreeable opinion that i've ever had 3.5 is a super popular version of DD, and it was great i enjoyed 3.5 a lot i personally prefer 5e 5e is in my opinion, better and more well-rounded system, and it makes a lot more sense, and it's mechanically better, and it really gives players and DMs a chance to be creative and express themselves in ways that are new 
and different, especially with the rise in popularity, you gotta mix things up. You gotta be creative. And it's awesome because you can. You can do anything you want to do with D&D. If you're interested in getting involved and learning how to play, you can always contact me or anyone you know who plays D&D. I promise you, anybody in the D&D community will love to teach you how to play. And for those of you who do play, if you're not playing right now, maybe you're, you know, just between groups, maybe your most recent group kind of fell apart, or maybe you're just looking for a new game or another game or an extra game, whatever, you know where to find them. The D&D community is out there and is always ready to play. I I know a ton of people who would play D&D seven days a week if they could. I would. I would play D&D every day of my life. I wish I was getting paid to play D&D. Quite frankly, one of my dream jobs is to work over at Wizards and, you know, work on D&D and maybe help write a campaign one day. You will have the time of your life playing this game. I know I have. I have a ton of friends with so many great stories, and I would love to share all of them with you. But some point in the future, I am going to have plenty of guests who play D&D on here, and we'll talk about them. And I really hope you guys tune in and listen to all of those episodes in the future too, because I've got a lot in store for you. Back to D&D for a minute. It's hard for me to tell anybody that D&D has changed my life. Because a lot of people kind of look at me like, it's just a game, blah, 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 and they're wrong. It's not just a game. I know a ton of people who will agree with me on that. And, you know, sometimes maybe it is just a game. But there have been some really bad days where D&D's made me forget about them. There's been a lot of stuff I've learned about life and about people and about friendship that D&D has given me. A lot of things like loyalty and honesty and what real friends would do. And I don't know, man. I have changed my life a lot because of some of the things I've learned playing in D&D or some of the things that D&D has helped me realize about myself or about other people. Life is hard, man, and it doesn't get easier the older you get. It gets harder. I've had I've had quite the time recently, and I have struggled, and I have fought and scratched my way through all of this stuff, and I've lived in this world for 21 years. I've had a lot of friends, and I've cut a lot of friends out. I've learned through D&D that some of my friends weren't really treating me the right way, that they weren't really my friends, not because I was playing D&D with them and they revealed their true selves, but because of the people whose characters reminded me of some of my friends, and I realized when those characters were screwing over my character that my friends were screwing me over too. Sometimes, sometimes you have to realize some people just don't deserve your time. In D&D, a super popular thing for people to do is to seduce other characters. And I am perfectly guilty of doing that plenty of times, successfully and unsuccessfully. And it's always fun. It's always a good time. But when you realize that, when you realize your charm is meant to be deceiving, and that you seducing that person is for your own personal gain, sometimes it'll help you realize that there are people who are really charming and really kind and really good to you who are just trying to stab you in the back the second you turn around. I had uh, I had an ex-girlfriend who lived with me once, and she was not good. She was not good to me. 
She cheated on me, actually, and I threw her out. One of the things that she did was get mad at me every week because I wanted to go down to my local game store and play D&D once a week while I was working 12-hour days trying to support myself and her. But I wanted to kick back, I wanted to cut loose, I wanted to have some fun, and she would get mad at me because I was playing D&D and not paying attention to her. And I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. No one does. Anybody who loves you, anybody who cares about you, will encourage the things that you love and the things that you want to do. And D&D taught me that, even indirectly. The people you play with in this game will look at you and really just be glad that you're there. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need to know that someone's glad you're here. Even if they're not glad your character is, they're, they're glad you are. I have had a lot of friends come and go, but every memory I have of my D&D groups and my D&D sessions are amazing. I don't have any negative memories with my friends playing D&D. I have some negative memories playing D&D, but those people weren't my friends. And I don't really remember a ton of those things, a ton of those bad stories. I remember the really bad ones so that I can tell people about them like I did earlier in this show so that people will know there are people out there like that, but there's always more. There's always better. I know I kind of ramble sometimes, and even in D&D, sometimes I get super off track. But that's what D&D is. You're always going to get off track, but your party members will be there and they'll either be on board with what you're doing or they'll argue with you until you get on board with what they're doing. Either way, you're going to find yourself in an adventure that you didn't expect or that you didn't see coming or maybe you did and it's going to blow you away. It's going to knock your socks off and you're going to have the time of your life. I am so glad that I found this game. D&D has saved my life. It has changed my life. It has made my life better. I owe a lot of what I have right now in this world to this game. A lot of my creativity right now is just overflowing, and it's because I'm playing so much D&D and because I'm so involved and I'm seeing so many cool ideas that are inspiring me and motivating me to be better and more creative and to really kind of give the world what's inside my own head. D&D has brought out the best qualities in me. D&D has made me my best self. I am happier when I'm playing D&D. I am, you get to experience life the way you wish you could every day. The world is really dark right now. I know I said it last week, and I'll say it again, but D&D is a shining, bright light in my life. D&D helps me get away from the world that's out there that isn't so kind and forgiving to me, just for every reason. I know there's a ton of people out there who feel the same way I do. D&D is more than just an escape. D&D is more than just a game. D&D... D&D is everything to me. I know it sounds silly to some of you, but I don't know where I'd be. I have, you know, no doubts I'd be okay. I'd be living a different life, but I wouldn't be my best self because I know the person that I am and I know the life that I'm living right now. A lot of it is really good and really amazing and really incredible. And I know not too far off in the not so distant future, I'm going to be and have everything that I want and everything that I'm striving to be. And I know that when I get there, I'm going to be sitting there and remembering I wouldn't have gotten there without D&D, without my books, without my favorite authors and TV shows and everything, my friends, the people who care about me. But D&D has helped shape who I am right now, not just eight years ago when I started, not when I was a kid, not when I was trying to grow up and learn about the world, but after I learned about the world. Once I'm already an adult, D&D has helped me overcome the things that are super difficult for you to change the, the older you get. 
I got to start wrapping it up here, but I want everyone out there to remember why you play the game. If you're having a hard time, if you're going through something, remember why you started playing D&D. Remember all the good stuff. Remember some of the bad stuff. Think about it all. Why do you play the game? Why do you play D&D? Ask yourself that question and answer it. I play D&D because I love it, because it's a part of me at this point. It's important to me. I would love to hear all of your answers and maybe some of your best D&D moments and experiences, guys. So you know where you can send me those? Maybe answer my question. Why do you play the game? Why do you play D&D? You can send that to me on Twitter at callmecaulfield. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at callmecaulfield. You can follow me on Twitch. Sometimes I stream Overwatch. I might start streaming World of Warcraft after Battle for Azeroth comes out. That's twitch.tv forward slash you guessed it, call me Caulfield. You can like me on Facebook, The Fable of Caulfield. Uh, you can donate to me at ko-fi.com forward slash call me Caulfield. Uh, or you can support me on Patreon, which would be super cool. It would help me get better hosting services for, uh, you know, this podcast and really help me do a lot more. And it would help me create more content for all of you. Uh, you don't have to, of course, uh, but that would be patreon.com forward slash Vitorium Caulfield. That would be V-E-T-U-R-I-U-M Caulfield. Uh, and again, guys, today's episode was brought to you by A Softer Shade. You can go look them up at asoftershade.com. Please, guys, do that. Just take a look. Just browse. You won't regret it. I promise. Um, it's been so much fun talking about this. I got super emotional. I had to stop for a little bit, uh, and I had to cut a lot of this out because... I went way over my mark because I can talk about D&D forever. Uh, if you guys are looking to get involved in a D&D game, maybe you want me to DM for you. Maybe you want to stream it on Twitch. I don't know. Uh, contact me. DM me on Twitter. I'm always down to play. Not Wednesday or Fridays, but I'm always down to play, guys. Uh, if you have a stream and you want me on it, please do. I would love to. I'd love to be there. I would love to play in your games if you guys need a guest or whatever. I am always happy to play. I love D&D. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. And, you know, be good, guys. Be good.